Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mike's House of Movies. This is your host, Mike. You can find us on the web at www.mikeshouseofmovies.com. I know, I know, it's been a little while since I did a movie review podcast. I was uh, really wanted to do one for Civil War, but it seems like everyone is out there is giving a Civil War podcast review, video review, and such. And it's pretty much great all across the board. You know, so I was like, do I really need to put another review out there of of Civil War. So, yeah, I saw it. It was fantastic. Definitely, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Anyways, this is a triple bill tonight. I I decided I wanted to do three, a three-movie review in one segment. Uh, The movies we're reviewing will be X-Men Apocalypse, The Nice Guys, and Neighbors 2. We'll start the night off with X-Men Apocalypse. This is a big summer movie that I was waiting for. I love the other X-Men movies. Yes, I did enjoy Brett Ratner's X-Men 3. I know everyone in the world hated that film. I enjoyed it for what it was. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It just... It it just was. And and for that, I I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, But... X-Men Apocalypse is the third one in the new trilogy, which starts off with First Class, Days of Future Past, and now X-Men Apocalypse. I absolutely adored the first two, First Class and Days of Future Past. Those were tremendously made films, and I absolutely love them. And Brian Singer come, comes back and and uh, directs the third in the trilogy, which the other two were done by Matthew Vaughn, I believe. Brian Singer comes back to finish the trilogy as X-Men Apocalypse. Now we're bringing Apocalypse into it, which shows his origins and his legion on uh, his will to come back and conquer the world. And he sees what the mutant gene has done and what people have done with, with the world they were given and how they ruined it. And, uh, the whole cast is back. Michael Fassbender's back as Magneto. James McAvoy is back as as uh, Professor X. Uh, Nicholas Holt's back as Beast. Of course, Jennifer Lawrence is back as back as Mystique. And of course, we have the newcomers: uh, Scott Summers, uh, Gene Gray is in it. Hugh Jackman makes a cameo as Wolverine, or at 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 this point, Weapon X. But Starting off, it, the movie itself was decent starting off. I liked the beginning. I liked the buildup of where they were going. And everything seemed to be flowing well. I was like, well, this is a really smartly crafted film. I mean, it, it, it jumps all, all over the place, back and forth. And, and it can be a little hard to follow and try to connect the dots. But by the end, I just didn't care. I was so disappointed from like the... the, the the second half on it was just the first half was decent and I was enjoying where it was going but the second half was just I don't know by the time they had the big battle I just didn't I just wasn't invested I don't know where my mind just shut off during the film and uh, he likes the Brian Singer likes to take the mythos and the stories of the X-Men and, and skew them to his universe which is fine I know everything we see on the screen is, is just an Adaptation of what's in the comics. I never expect everything to be exactly like it is in the comics or exactly like it is in, in novels when when they're approached approached the screen. But it's everything at a certain point just felt rushed and it's a very how should I put this? It was a very just a uh, very loose story and it was just where it jumped around back and forth and here and there it was it it made it a chore to follow and connect those dots at times and. 
this was not a well-crafted conclusive story like the like days of future past and first class was so well crafted and it was so fun to watch this one just did not do it and apocalypse you kind of felt his his power his what he what he could do when when he when he killed the soldiers with the dust and melded the the factory workers into the floor and you could tell that he's all powerful he could kill people just by thinking but by the end of everything, <laughs> it just didn't seem powerful. And what they did with Jean Grey, I was re- really kind of had me <laughs> kind of mad of how they approached her Dark Phoenix power. I mean, already seriously. Anyways, I didn't think it was that that great, and I think it will do well. I just won't do as well as the other ones. I mean, we'll probably look at maybe at a three or four hundred million dollar total gross. I think I know it's already doing well. Op- internationally already it's like a it opened the weekend like 102 million dollars but i don't think it's going to have its legs like uh days of future past and 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 first class did i kind of like where they're going with it and i'm excited i'm I'm still excited to see the next one i uh that takes place in the 90s and i'm I'm curious to see where where they go with that i'm hoping singer doesn't direct it (laughs) I mean, I like the first two. I really love the second X-Men, and he did a great job with those. But I think Matthew Vaughn should have stuck on and, and did number three. I, I think it would have been a better film, a more a more concise film. And for that, it I can't recommend this. And it, it, it you know, me being a huge comic book fan and superhero movie fan, it's I was hoping I would be able to recommend this film to the fans, I mean, if if you're going to see it, I feel maybe you should see it on the matinee or such, and not pay full price. Uh, I for that, I give this film like a two point seven five out of five. It's just it just didn't do it for me. I thought it was going to. I was excited to see it. I was the build up was there, and and when I saw it, it was like the first part of the film. I was like, wow, this is. I really like where they're going, and I like what they're doing with the Magneto character, and with his wife and child, and it's it's getting really dark, and but then. At one point, it's just my brain shut off, and I just didn't care. When the time the final battle came through, I just bested with any of the characters. And uh, the headgear, I, I know people complain about the headgear in the Wolverine scene. That's actually great from the comics, and it, it's, it still looks stupid. It actually even looks more stupid on the screen. I kind of wish they did something with it, but that's directly pulled from the comics. And I'm kind of cool that they kept that, but it, it on screen it looked really bad. Oh, and I know this is nitpicking, but I thought like I was S- S- Psylocke has been one of my favorite X Men, and uh, and I couldn't believe they they were put finally putting her in the film, and uh, I felt like she was like the Boba Fett Captain Phasma type character. She really to me didn't seem to do anything. Had a few lines and then left. And the costume, which I thought looked kind of cool from the trailers, in the movie I thought it looked like really bad cosplay. The only one I'm looking at, it's part of uh, Apocalypse of Henchmen, which was Storm, Magneto, Angel, who gets turned to Archangel really quick, and Psylocke. I thought Psylocke looked really like bad cosplay. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll be doing more with her in the next one, but who knows, right? Uh, yeah, two point seven five out of five. If you're gonna say, I, I suggest probably matinee or early show, so it's not you're not wasting f- full price on it. Next up, the nice guys. This is a movie 
that I've been waiting to see. I, I, I love what Shane Black did with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with uh, Val Kilmer and, and Robert Downey Jr., Back in, 2000, I think, 2005, I think, 2005, 2006, maybe. And that movie was great. I absolutely loved his work in there. He, he did okay with Iron Man 3, I guess. They're talking it from the director of Iron Man 3. I mean, it, it, it's and, and it's hard to say what he would direct because Iron Man 3 didn't do that well as as far as Marvel, Marvel films go. But if you put it from the director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, probably most people have never heard, heard of that film. That, that film... Didn't do well at box office, but became a cult classic once it hit uh, home video and uh, DVD. But with a nice guy starring uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling as Ryan Gosling plays uh, a full-fledged PI. He's he runs these small cases to, to make money, whereas Russell Crowe's kind of playing a PI, but he's not a PI. He's he, he's not licensed, but he's kind of like the heavy PI. He's the guy that you call. Uh, to get the dirty jobs done, the to put the heat on, on the people, takes place in the seventies, and let me tell you, black has has captured the look and feel of the nineteen nineteen seventies perfectly. It really feels like you're watching a movie from that era, and it actually feels like you're back in that time. And it's it's a movie that doesn't get made a lot anymore. It was back big back in the late seventies, early years, like the, the buddy cop movie or the buddy detective detective films and they worked well kind of like the Beverly Hills Cop the Lethal Weapons those style films and they worked well back then but nobody really makes those movies anymore they're, they're more concerned about you know the big blockbusters the big special effects laden movies and uh, it's so good to see a movie like this come out and especially in a time where people are, are crying for something fresh something kind of new something that's not regurgitated and here we have the nice guys and it is such a funny funny film it is almost non-stop laughter and it takes itself seriously at times and uh but black really really does a good job with dialogue the dialogue is sharp it's witty it flows well it seems believable and i have to say ryan gosling and russell crowe are at top of their game in this they are they play off each other so well and they're so good on screen together the chemistry just oozes right off the screen and i really really want to see more more of the nice guys i when this is one of the films when it ended i wish it it just would just carry on i i want to see a sequel even even a tv spinoff with these two characters i mean it's it's so good it's it is a little hard to follow at first you know if they're looking for a person who may who who may have been in the porn industry, who may have been involved in murder, who may have been murdered, me. But her aunt says she's seen her, and this person may have mur- murdered this person who murdered this person. It's, but it all wraps up in the end. And and uh, is it a happy ending? Uh, I don't know. It's 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 an ending. It's 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 your typical Shane Black. And if, if you watch this and go back and watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you can see the similarities in his style of not only of writing but his style of of uh, filmmaking they're very, very similar in the way in the way the way the film progresses you know he has uh, one of the characters do some of the narration th- throughout the film there's uh, a lot of type of scenes that are kind of similar from each movie and uh and that's one thing i loved i love like i said i loved kiss kiss bang bang when it was out. probably one of the few that actually enjoyed that film and uh i knew when when this film was coming out that it was something that was going to be high on my list to see and it was uh it's definitely uh did not 
disappointed. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely rush out and see it. This is probably one of my favorite films of, of 2016 so far. And it's definitely one of the best comedies I've seen in a long, long time. Definitely ranked as an easy 5 out of 5. I mean, it was, it was hard for me to sit back and think of what I didn't like about it. I mean, almost pretty much every scene was was always had me glued 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 to the cinema screen laughing uh it's just a great film and i i'm glad to see shane black is did did some something good again not saying that iron man 3 was bad or anything but it just it just wasn't wasn't there for me and i don't think it was there for for a lot of people and uh it's good to see him get back on that horse and and put out something that's as uh, high quality materials. This unfortunately, it's not doing so well in the box office, which I told my wife when we went to see it because this no one's probably going to see this film, even though it has two big stars, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. And I think I don't think anyone is going to see because I don't think a lot of people know about it. I mean, there wasn't a lot of marketing for it, uh, even though Gosling and and Crowe were both on the press circuit. I'm almost pretty much in every talk show where. As you could watch they were both on talk talking about about the film but you know a lot a lot of people I, that i've brought brought it up to is like i have no idea what what the nice guys is so but if you haven't seen it yet definitely go out and see it it is well worth your time and money to watch last but not least neighbors 2 also opened and i was a huge fan of the first one the stars pretty much are the same cast seth rogan Rose Burns, Zac Efron, Dave Franco, uh, the kid from Superbad, Mintz, uh, Chris Mintz, and uh, it introduces uh, a Chloe Grace Mertz and uh, or her friend's name, but they're they're e- equally as funny. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the this film does have its moments and does have its laughs but I didn't feel it was as strong as the first one I know it's been a lot of back and forth I've been seeing I've seen it was funnier than the first and I've also seen it wasn't as funny as the first and I've seen this film was a flop I wouldn't call it a flop I mean it's probably going to do decently but I didn't think it was that strong of a film compared to the first one I absolutely loved the first one I thought the first one was hilarious and it was one of those movies that that Kind of was kind of shoved down my throat everywhere I looked. It was neighbors, trailers, neighbors, trailers, neighbors, trailers everywhere I went. And uh, when I finally got to see the first one, I absolutely loved it. Well, this was really funny. It was a lot funnier than I was expecting. And so I was expecting decent things from this one. And I kind of got what I was expecting. It's uh, It has its moments. There are scenes I laughed out loud at. And there were just a lot of scenes, though, that I just kind of fell flat and it was kind of like you know the chef making spaghetti you just throw you throw it at the wall to see if it's done whatever sticks works whatever doesn't doesn't and it felt like that they were doing kind of like this with uh neighbors too uh the pretty much the premise of neighbors too is uh seth rogan and rose burns characters are ready to move they're getting ready to move. Uh, they have a buyer in the house, and it goes in escrow. Which means they got thirty days. If they feel anything wrong in thirty days, they can back out, and they won't be able to sell their house. Uh, of course, the house next to to them was the big frat house, which is now vacant because the, they've all all graduated and moved on. But now, uh, Claude Grace Mertz's character is looking to make this new sorority who wants to be able to party. 
So they move in and, and with the help of Zac Efron set up the sorority house. And of course, the same type of things ensue. You know, they're being dicks to Seth Rogen them and then of course the people that are that are in escrow for the host see that there's oh there's a sorority next to us. Well no, we don't wanna we don't wanna buy your host now. And it's it's just them fight with the sororities, they're sorority fighting with them. It's kinda like the same formula from the first one, but not as funny. This is another movie that if you were going to see, I probably I probably would give it a either cheap day or or matinee. I wouldn't pay full a full price to see it. Uh, though uh, that being said, I I do give it a, a three point out of five. I mean, it's not bad, but it's it's just wasn't. I didn't find it as funny as the first one. The first one I felt like I was laughing a lot through it, where this one I found myself laughing at certain scenes. But the majority of the scenes were just flat. They kind of had to chuckle, but not really worth the full price of a mission laugh that that uh, that it should. Will it do good? I'm sure it will do decently for what it is. I'm sure we'll have a better home on VOD and uh, DVD and Blu-ray and such. So that's it, folks. Three movies this time. X-Men, Apocalypse, 2.75 out of 5. Nice Guys, 5.5 out of 5. And Neighbors 2, 3.0 out of 5. Again, if you're a fan of the X-Men, I'd wait till matinee, cheap day. Uh, If you love comedy and want to be entertained thoroughly, definitely check out Nice Guys. Definitely worth worth your time and money investment in that one. And if you're looking just for, you know, a stoner comedy that, that will get you through the weekend, maybe check it out on a matinee. Neighbors 2. Sorry for the long delay again for uh, episodes. Life gets busy and sometimes you just you just can't get at the computer and sit down and, and pull off a 10-15 minute chat. But we, but we got it out. I was, got, got to see some some decent films that, was, that I've been wanting to review. Uh, fortunately, like I said, I didn't do a Cap, uh, Captain America Civil War review. I mean, it was pretty much everyone's been doing those. So it's it's one of those films that you know it's it's probably the one of the best Mar- Marvel movies I've seen this side of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, uh, I'm sure you've all people that want to see Civil War has have have already seen it. Unfortunately, it got knocked out by Angry Birds, and it's and this is what I've been talking about before. People wanted something fresh, something new, and they get the nice guys. And I know I I know it's rated R, and that can kind of kill a movie's uh, fundamental audience because you know someone like Ang- angry birds can anyone can go see that but uh go see the nice guys that's pretty much what i'm saying it's definitely one that needs to be seen and it's, it's just full of laughs full of great lines full of great great moments uh but yeah maybe next time when i come back i'll have a review up for Ang- angry birds i'm kind of curious to see it because what i saw in the trailers kind of made me laugh so you know and from what I've been hearing, it's not a bad film per se. It's actually a lot, uh, a lot more raunchier than uh, people are expecting. So, I guess there's a lot of innuendo in it. So, if you're uh, taking young kids, you may you may want to see the film first yourself. That's 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 what I've been hearing, anyways. Anyways, you can find us on Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook. I think that's it. Oh and www.mikeshostofmovies.com. Like us, follow us, subscribe. We'll be there when you are. 
Ciao, people.